Hey there, and welcome to the Red Sunflowers Podcast. I'm Valerie. And I'm Grace, and we are two pals who enjoy chatting about real life and our experiences of it as Catholics. We are excited to be able to share some of those conversations with you. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Red Sunflowers Podcast. This is Valerie, and with me is Grace. Mm-hmm. Hello, I'm Grace. here as well. How are you doing? Um, uh, pretty good. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. It's fall is upon us mm-hmm. officially. Yeah. And it's starting to feel that way. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. How are you liking it? Um, is this your jam? This weather? I. I do enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it you know, it is nice. Mm-hmm. It is nice. They this is a silly frivolous um gripe perhaps. <laughs> but I'm kind of ready for it to be like the same relatively same temperature. Oh like right. every day. Because then it's like, do I wear a sweater today? Do I not wear a sweat you know, it's just mm-hmm but right minor minor right. thing yeah but yeah no i i enjoy sweater weather mhm mhm yeah yeah this is not your favorite weather it's but not my favorite but yeah not my least favorite for sure mm-hmm. um my least favorite is on the horizon <laughs> but we yeah. don't need to talk about that um Actually, I have noticed, like, yeah, summer is my favorite, but I've noticed, like, within recent weeks, like, it's actually, it's really, really beautiful. Like, the the leaves changing color, Mm -hmm. I mean, this isn't news to probably anybody else, but I was like, wow, it's actually really pretty. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we had some, like, warm like early fall days that f- still kind of felt like summer, but the leaves were, were starting to change. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Um, but yeah, it's not freezing cold yet. And mm-hmm. it, it is pretty. Mm-hmm. Actually, my nephew, ah, oh, sorry, my sister is trying to FaceTime me. Yeah. Um, I just saw that. Um, my nephew was at our house the other day. And in the morning, it was it was a great Sunday morning. We colored well. We we started. I started. We colored some fall coloring pages. So mm-hmm. like, like it has pumpkins and leaves and trees and stuff. He mm-hmm. finished his way before I finished mine. It actually kind of took me all day to finish mine. But it's like yeah, this is really cozy. There's something very, mm-hmm. very cozy about fall. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I know. I realized the other day it was a rather brisk morning the Mm -hmm. mornings are pretty chilly but i was like you know i mean it's i enjoy a brisk morning partially Mm -hmm. because then the car ride i can have the heat up i can have like a seat warmer on i can just get so cozy Mm -hmm. that it's like this is actually really nice i kind of like this i know yeah Um, yeah and being chilly enough for blankets, big fan. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, the more... Oops. I'm just breaking things. Oh, my gosh. 
<laughs> I think this was broken. Before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it has Like, been. completely broken? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but yes, the early morning car rides, when it's still dark out, and you just got your heat blasting, that mm-hmm. is cozy. But then it's like, sometimes I just get to my destination too quick. It's oh, like, yeah. oh, no, I kind of just want to live here for a while. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Yeah, sometimes I'll sit in the car for a little bit. I'm like, I'm not quite, not quite ready yet. Yeah, yeah. But... Well, speaking of fall, and well, we're recording this on October 16th, which happens to be the feast day of Saint Margaret Mary Alacoque, who mm-hmm. received the, um, what do you call them? Um, I can't think of the word. Yeah. Revelations about the Sacred Heart. Whatever the word be, yeah. for, for yeah. it would be. Um so to open this podcast, I just wanna pray a prayer to the Sacred Heart. So mm, did we say our intention? Oh no, yeah. we have not. Yeah. Yeah, so for this month of November our prayer intention is going to be for the souls in purgatory. Mm. Yeah. It's fitting. Mm-hmm. Good month to yeah. pray for those who have passed away and to think about and consider and meditate on our own own um, death. death. Yeah. Yeah. Which speaking of which, shout out to um Formed. Mm. They have a series, I watched it this weekend, um, called Eternal Rest and it's a I think it's a four episode series. They're each like half hour ish long. Mm-hmm. And it basically just talks about like what happens when we die, like what's heaven hell and purgatory and like what, what do we believe is going to happen mm-hmm. um it's good nice yeah cool good solid i mean really important to mm-hmm. yeah we often just like pretend our death isn't going to happen but it is mm-hmm. no one escapes it and we have yeah the mm-hmm. hope of jesus christ and yeah good mm-hmm. it's a good solid series so shout out mm-hmm November would be a great month to watch that. Yeah. Um, Okay, so, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. O most holy heart of Jesus, fountain of every blessing, I adore you, I love you, and with lively sorrow for my sins, I offer you this poor heart of mine. Make me humble, patient, pure, and wholly obedient to your will. Grant, good Jesus, that I may live in you and for you. Protect me in the midst of danger, comfort me in my afflictions, give me health of body, assistance in my temporal needs, your blessing on all that I do, and the grace of a holy death. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. How about that? The grace of a holy death. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Fitting. Yeah. Ties it all together. Yeah. Um, so before we get into the um you know, what we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. i have i thought i had one question but i actually have two so Mm -hmm. we're recording this in october it's going to come out in november i have um okay my first question is okay so it's actually going to be four questions oh my because there's two parts to each (laughs) they keep multiplying (laughs) (laughs) so they're not hard i don't think so favorite and least favorite Halloween candies, your typical Halloween, mm. like, 
Mm-hmm. Candies. Like, are you a candy corn girl? I don't think you Absolutely are. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. That should not even be called candy. It's weird. It's, it's like wax. Yeah. Yeah. It's super odd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Circus peanuts. Those candies. Oh. That is the worst. That's not even food. That's not even edible. And then I would say the rank above that might be candy corn. Really? Yeah. Are circus peanuts a Halloween thing? I don't know. Okay. I think I had them at Halloween once, okay. so now I just associate it with that. Yeah. Yeah. But weird. I don't know if I've ever... I've probably had one before, but it can be good. It doesn't no. look... No. It, and it's worse than you think, because I had seen them for years. I didn't have it until I was like... Circus peanuts. Maybe in high school or junior high so i had seen them for years and i thought oh that doesn't look good i tried it so much worse than i thought it was gonna be i was like how could it be worse does it taste like nutty like is no, it supposed to no, no. i well i don't think so okay i just remember i feel like it was well i don't know i don't remember exactly the flavor profile mm-hmm. but it was vile okay Ugh. It was vile. <laughs> okay, no on the circus peanuts and candy corn. And I remember, like, in my mouth, it was, like, doing something weird with my saliva to where it was, like, getting melty and, like, foamy and weird. Oh, gross. Yeah. It was nasty. Yeah, that's that's not good. Yeah. What the heck? So, okay. <laughs> that doesn't really answer. Well, oh, what was the question again? I already forgot. Uh, like, basically, your least favorite and... Oh okay favorite okay halloween candies this is question number one okay two parts okay so if circus peanuts count they're definitely the worst okay if not them then candy corn probably mm-hmm. best what so i like snickers yeah um but besides that, I wouldn't say probably any chocolate ones. Okay. It'd be something fruity. I don't know what fruity Halloween candy. candies there are. I don't either. Like, maybe like, do Starburst or Skittles count? Uh, yeah. I'd say Skittles you get a lot in yeah, trick-or-treating. Yeah. Packs. Yeah. Okay. I'd probably go with that. Okay. Yeah. I'm more of a fruity candy person mm-hmm. over chocolate mm-hmm. but if it's snickers get then. that snickers sound amazing mm-hmm. i am google searching what is actually halloween candy because okay well yeah you got like kit kats and whoppers and just regular hershey's bars what kind of fruity things these are pretty much all i say i feel like they're mostly chocolate yeah Oh, well, this is an assorted chocolate candy variety pack, so oh. <laughs> they're, okay, this, oh, this is a movie theater. Yeah, I don't know. Um, probably you could get Sour Patch or Swedish Fish. Mm. Oh, those are good. A Swedish Fish, yeah, they're weird. Both of them, I think. I haven't had them for a while, but. Sour Patch, too. I've had, yeah, yeah. Though they make my tongue hurt, but I do really like them. <laughs> oh man yep worst halloween candy this article says and it shows candy candy corn corn. Mm -hmm. 
there's an interesting thing that you can do with candy corn that my mom has done because um and because I, no one wants to eat it well no one wants to eat it but also my brother for a long time maybe he could now um couldn't have peanuts or tree mm-hmm. nuts now he just can't have tree nuts but um so he never had a butterfinger which i know you don't for some weird crazy reason i'll never understand you don't like butterfingers they're so good i oh my gosh it sounds my mouth i think is watering <laughs> thinking about it but um but really odd you can take candy corn and i think she would melt it down with like soy butter which is what mm-hmm. he ate instead of peanut butter now he's a peanut butter aholic he eats so much peanut butter but then that would make up like the filling mm-hmm. and so it would look orange mm-hmm. but it actually would like taste like a butterfinger that's interesting which is really odd yeah i don't know what all else went into it but i feel like it was just a handful mm-hmm. of ingredients and it would look like a butterfinger taste like a butterfinger and i never liked soy butter i thought that stuff should be i mean a crime <laughs> but yeah anyway so fun fact you can take your nasty trash uh candy corn and turn mm-hmm. them into something else probably mm-hmm. and okay why do they even call it candy corn it looks like corn kernels or it's supposed to oh so like that's the top that's the middle and that's oh. the part that'd be connected to the cob okay but it i mean it's kind of a disgrace to corn though it kind of is i don't know why there are three different colors yeah i don't know why that bright orange is yeah when i eat corn off the cob it doesn't really no. look like that no okay anyway what's your favorite and least favorite so least would be candy corn mm-hmm. favorite um probably Probably either, well, Snickers, or I do really like Kit Kat bars. Mm, They're very satisfying, nice crunch, Mm -hmm. and chocolate. Mm -hmm. Um, I also like crunch bars. I forgot about those. Oh, it's just like chocolate and Rice Krispie chunks. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, probably one of those. Of course, they do make. They they probably make like um, what are they called? Reese's, like, jack-o'-lanterns, mm-hmm. pumpkins, like, they mm-hmm. make the eggs for Easter. Mm-hmm. Those are always so good. Yeah. So that probably, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't really think of fruity candies that are typical for Halloween. Yeah, I can think of, like, suckers, like, dum-dum suckers. Yeah. Um. I feel like sometimes you get those, like, Starburst where it's the three in that little pack. Yes. Yeah. And then a little pack of Skittles. And mm-hmm. what was it? Oh, and dots. Ugh. Ew, yeah, dots. Disgusting. It's just like yeah. these weird waxy gelatin. Uh-huh. They're just like gumdrops or yeah. whatever. But there's hardly any flavor. No. Yeah, there's no tartness at all. It's just yeah. sweet kind of flavorless blobs mm-hmm. that stick to your teeth. Yeah. Give you cavities. And if you have sensitive teeth, it's going to hurt. Because yeah. it's sticking to your nerves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No dots. Yeah. I forgot about those. That's a good yeah. one. That that goes on the bottom list mm-hmm. as well. Right down yeah. there with candy corn. Yeah. Kind of a oddly, well, do you know, okay, Tootsie Rolls? Oh, yeah. I like dots. Tootsie Rolls. You like Tootsie Rolls? Yeah, they're weird, okay. but they're good. I, yeah. You don't? Not a fan of the regular Tootsie Rolls. Okay. But they have them in different flavors 
Do you like the different flavors? Yes. Because okay, they're kind of fruity, aren't they? Because they're fruity. I don't like the vanilla one. That weirds me out. Okay. That's gross. But the lemon one, love. Love the lemon. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lemon Tootsie Roll is not, is an oddly specific candy. It is. But I feel like it's something you would get if you're trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. Um, get that tossed in your little bucket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I would eat the fruit ones, but mm-hmm. I feel like I would, I'd be more likely You'd to like go the for the regular ones. The regular, better? yeah. Well. They're so weird, but there's nothing yeah. like them, and yeah. they're good. <laughs> they're really strange. But they also do stick to your teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, something else I thought of, because I saw it when I searched, you know those things that they're essentially made out of the same stuff that candy corn are, but they're shaped like a pumpkin? Oh, I think, yeah. I think Ew. Yeah. It's just like a fat candy corn. It's like yeah. <laughs> five candy corns squished together with some green food coloring instead for the little mm-hmm. top part. And then... Yeah. Weird. Yeah. So weird. Yeah, no. That's not where it's at. That's not right. Mm-mm. Okay, cool. Yeah. So with question number... Two slash three four. Yeah, two three four is same same question, but with mm-hmm. Thanksgiving food. Oh, so this okay. is gonna come out in November, mm-hmm. right before Thanksgiving, probably. Mm-hmm. Absolute favorite Thanksgiving food to oh. least favorite, or not to least favorite, just one of each. Mm-hmm. Oh dang! And you can mm-hmm. give a couple. Yeah. If it's like you gotta have like you know. Mm-hmm. A sweet and a savory. You can do mm-hmm. it that way. Yeah. 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 Well, see, here's where it gets tricky because people have different recipes and they have different interpretations of recipes. Oh, yeah. So it's like the cranberry thing mm-hmm. can either be good or wrong. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of those where it can go either way. <laughs> I feel similarly about stuffing. Also oh, feel like it's yeah. kind of overhyped. Yeah. Like if it's done well, yeah, okay, I'll eat it. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, put on the plate. But I would not say it's like have to have the stuffing. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, it can go really wrong. And yeah, it can go wrong to where it's just like um gelatinous. Mm-hmm. Jiggly. Like, yeah. Sometimes people put the cranberries in it and like yeah. make it sweet. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. So those two, you know, can be the worst, but they can also be good. Yeah, but they won't be the best. Yeah, for but you. I wouldn't say yeah, no. Okay. Neither of them would be the best. Hmm. The best. Oh man. I pretty much like all of the Thanksgiving foods. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, love rolls. Oh yeah. Love a nice, warm, soft mm-hmm. roll. But that's not, like, super special, you mm-hmm. know, because it's, like, you can have it at other times, too, other times of the year. Mm-hmm. But I also love cream corn. Oh, yeah, oh. you guys do cream corn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I also sometimes just make that just because I love it uh-huh. so much. <laughs> mm. And it's similar with sweet potato casserole. Love sweet potato casserole. Mm. but I'll have that any time of year. 
Okay. Oh, okay. Do you do marshmallows or no. brown sugar on top? Brown sugar. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But also pumpkin pie is one of my favorite mm-hmm. desserts. So. Do you make that year round? Um, not really. Okay. Not, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, if there was an occasion to, I'd, I'd make it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, one time for, for an assignment for school. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we had to do like some sort of instructional video or something. Huh. And so I made mine about making pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. And so I made like five pumpkin pies Whoa. in a matter of like a couple days or something, a couple weeks. Whoa. But. it's a lot of pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get sick of it. Wow. I was like, yeah, I'll eat pie again. Wow. So. Wow. Hmm. So that doesn't really answer your question because it's kind of all of them. That's fine. Yeah. It's hard to pick. Mm-hmm. But pumpkin pie is kind of a divisive one. Like people I feel like either really like it or they really don't. Mm-hmm. Except I feel like I'm somewhere in the middle. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, like I do like it, but I, I cannot eat much of it. Mm-hmm. And it's got to have like a lot of whipped cream on it. Well, yeah, I ha- a lot of whipped cream for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. And I could see how the texture could be off-putting. Mm-hmm. And, like, the flavor is strange. Pumpkin is a weird it is. flavor. It is. It's like, yeah. It definitely gives baby food mm-hmm. vibes, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. And kind of, yeah, it's just a weird, it's a weird flavor. It but is. I like it. I yeah. Know. Yeah. But talking about it now, I really want cream corn. I kind of just want all these foods in a bowl. Is that really good? Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I would say my... What would be my least favorite? I don't know if we... Is coleslaw part of the... Thanksgiving (laughs) coleslaw? Yeah. Maybe it's not. Um... Maybe. Maybe some people do. I, okay. I didn't think so, but it could be. Okay. There are some things. I know that there are some things that are at our family Thanksgiving that, you know, I don't, I, I wouldn't go for, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure. There's probably a couple like salad things that mm-hmm. I wouldn't, mm-hmm. anything vinegary. Mm-hmm. But top of the list, there's going to be a couple. My aunt always makes pumpkin bread, mm. which is really, really good. So we have mm-hmm. pumpkin pie. My mom also in the past has made, so she'll make a pumpkin pie or two, and then she'll make a pumpkin apple butter pie. So mm. it's pumpkin and it's got apple butter in it. Mm-hmm. And then it has like a, basically like a um, crisp mm. topping, mm-hmm. which is just like butter and sugar and mm. Cinnamon. Yummy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yummy stuff. Like those crumbly things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So anyway, anyway, but the pumpkin bread is really, really good. Um, that's somewhere near the top, as well as grandma's homemade noodles. Mm. Um, and I do really like, I don't know if you guys make, um, someone always makes, I think it's my other aunt, um, green bean casserole. Oh, yeah. I do like green bean casserole. I forgot That's about good. that. Yeah, and so I forgot nice. about noodles, too. Yeah. 
noodles. Both of those delicious. The thing is, like, it's hard to isolate them because, at least for me, I'll kind of eat them all together. Mm. Like, get on my fork. Your mixer? Oh, yeah. Mm. Mixer and dipper. If I've got a roll, Mm. dipping it in all those things. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. For sure. (laughs) Yeah. That? Interesting. Okay. Well, I'm not going to, like take everything on my plate and mix it all together yeah but i'll like mm-hmm. get multiple things on my fork because they all mm-hmm. stuffing also i would say could make it close to the top if it's done right mm-hmm. you want crispiness mm-hmm. in your stuffing not just jiggly mm-hmm. but the turkey like i would get yeah oh my gosh yeah get some turkey and some noodle and some mashed potato all on the same fork. Okay, yeah. That, totally legit. Okay. I'm thinking you're, like, mixing, like, cranberry oh. relish and, like, turkey and no. stuffing and gravy. And, okay. No. That, yes. Okay, that. All right, we're on that the same page. That you do. Okay. Okay. Some things. Are, yeah. Some. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the cranberry Maniacs. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, maniacs. <laughs> Cranberry stuff, at least the way my mom, so my mom always makes it. It's like, it's really tart. It's a really powerful flavor and it's pretty good, but I can only have it like a really small amount just mm-hmm. because it's so, it just like kicks you. That is how my mom's is too. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like really sweet and also mm-hmm. really tart. Yes. And there's lots of crunchy things. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's like, it's good. I enjoy it, but I mm-hmm. just have a small bowl of it because, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for Thanksgiving right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Okay. I'm now so that we're really hungry. Yeah. Okay. Hyped for, well, we've got a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's pumpkin season. I mean, you could start mm-hmm. making, you could yeah, start making some pumpkin things. Mm-hmm. Sounds like someone's singing yeah. nearby, but okay, okay. cool. Let's, yeah, was that was that all your was that questions one through four? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yep, that was right. my questions. All right. Holiday foods. Maybe next time we'll talk about Christmas mm. foods. Are there Christmas foods specifically? Um, I mean, besides yeah. like Christmas cookies, is there? I'd say like. Yeah, different kinds of Christmas cookies, and if you make candies, and I'd oh, say okay. like ham is a typical mm-hmm. Christmas food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe we yeah. keep it just Christmas cookie style. Like, which yeah. are you a sugar cookie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We gotta stop talking about food though. Yeah. Because we haven't had supper and. We're going to be salivating on these mm-hmm. new mics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, making a sharp turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from <laughs> um, celebration <laughs> and feasting and just all of the good, yeah. yummy things. Candy and... Candy. All of the treats. The treats. <laughs> to suffering. <laughs> to suffering, yep. Mm-hmm. Hard turn. No yeah. way around that. So we are talking about chapter 11 of the Friendship of Christ. Christ and the Supper. It's a hard word to say. Supper. Yes. So, yeah, anything, 
any um, introductory thoughts about this? Um, I guess maybe just... Hmm. He kind of... I feel like he does this most of the chapters. Um, but talks about... Well, actually... Scratch that. Scratch that. Um, <laughs> so in the beginning, well, I guess I don't know if this is introductory, but it's on the first page. So oh, yeah. Um, he talks about like all these um, beliefs that non-Catholics can have about Catholics mm-hmm. and about the church. And then he kind of talks about, you know, it's not until we understand that Christ is the solution. Christ is the answer that these things come to make sense Mm -hmm. and yeah yeah which is just yeah a good first point Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, that was good because he talks about perhaps the um idea maybe that non-catholics have that we um perhaps they see it as idolatrous Mm -hmm. in our worship of the blessed sacrament but he goes on to say like the blessed sacrament is christ himself and then he talks about um that maybe we exalt too much the the priesthood well then he says the words and the actions of the priest are the words and actions of christ Mm -hmm. and yeah he just goes through these different things that essentially misconceptions about what we emphasize in the catholic faith and that at its core the reality is it's all christ mm-hmm. and we have to have the eyes to see that for it to make any sense and the same is true with the teaching about suffering mm. yeah yeah so kind of ends that section um kind of inviting the reader to say like um basically to to try to look at the lens of suffering the problem of pain with christ in mind and to trying to find him in that so kind of putting on that perspective i guess mm-hmm. yeah and then he just goes on to talk about like this this is the problem this is the thing that mm-hmm. essentially I mean, I don't think he really says it, but I'll just kind of deduce this is the thing that holds everybody up mm-hmm. from like faith is like, well, what about suffering? Why, why does God allow suffering? Why do bad things happen to good people? Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he keeps referring to it as, yeah, the problem of pain and, um, yeah. And he does not like undermine this. Like he's like, this is a real thing. Like, how do we make sense of when we see an innocent child suffering, how do we make sense of, um, yeah, how do we make sense of this? And, um, I, I would say one of my big, the main takeaway reflection from this chapter for me was that we have to come to terms with the fact that the problem of pain is a mystery. And I know Mm -hmm. that may not be satisfactory. Mm -hmm. Um, because it's not really an answer. It's not the intellectual answer we want 
to where it's like, oh, okay, it makes sense now. It's not like an aha moment, really. Mm-hmm. But we have to be able, yeah, to accept that it's a mystery. And it's a mystery that light is shed upon it only when we look at the life of Christ. Mm-hmm. Because in him we see that, okay, he's God and he suffered. Mm-hmm. So... Again, things don't suddenly make sense when we digest that. But now we've come to an answer, so to speak, Mm. which is, okay, how do I live my life in, how do I live suffering? How do I suffer well? Mm -hmm. Um, And we can even see that suffering has meaning because God underwent suffering Mm -hmm. and the greatest good came from it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so it's not, it's not like a pretty like quick answer um, that we want. Yeah. Yeah. I just imagine if like someone came up to me and said like, you believe in God? Like what about suffering? It's like, whoa, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I would say, but like how long do yeah. you have? Mm-hmm. Because it, you can't really give. Yeah. Not a good short, quick answer. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's, yeah, always to look back to see, to learn to see everything through this lens, the lens of Christ and seeing, okay, he underwent it. So there must be a significance and maybe I can't make sense of it, but I can at least embrace the mystery by learning how he did it. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so I, li- I like that he doesn't, like, just try to, like, solve <laughs> solve it, so to speak, but just says, like, mm-hmm. this is the only way mm-hmm. to make any sense out of it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he kind of, he's talking about, you know, like, Jesus suffered on the cross. He submitted himself to pain and suffering, and... So it gives us then, as Christians, exactly the reassurance that we need, since it is demonstrated to us that pain is not an unhappy accident of life, not a piece of heartless carelessness, not a laboring struggle upwards on the part of an embryo god, but a part of life so august and so far-reaching that since the Creator himself can submit to it, it must fall under that divine standard of justice into which our own ideas of justice must must someday be expanded and yeah just like reading that I was like wow yeah we just kind of like what you're saying that we need to yeah I feel like it's just it's a call and an invitation to humility and trust because it is a mystery and we don't understand Mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean that it's bad or wrong or that we should disregard it right which is hard because we want to understand oh yeah and for many things if we keep yeah for many things we can come to some sort of like answer Mm -hmm. but this is one of those that we just can't quite Mm -hmm. nail down yeah 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 and he's he says very honestly and blatantly this does not explain the problem 
It makes the steps of its working out even perhaps more more bewildering than before. But again, for Christians, this this shows us a way uh, because Christ showed us the way. He walked it first. Um, Yeah, and he says, um, essentially, if if we see someone who's suffering and we isolate them from the rest of the human race, if we take them out of their context, context and regard them one by one, we're baffled. But if, on the other hand, we do that which we have been doing throughout these considerations, meditate, that is, upon how it may be possible to see Christ in them, light begins to glimmer at once. Yeah. So, yeah, just reiterating that it doesn't make sense until we until we see Christ in the midst of it. Mm-hmm. And then we can begin to see a little bit. And it's a slow, it may be a slow unfolding. And there may still remain darkness, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean, like exactly like you said, that we should disregard it or think that it's bad or wrong or what is God doing or oh God doesn't exist because he lets this happen mm-hmm. well he let it happen to his only son mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's great mystery and great meaning and great beauty there mm-hmm. yeah yeah kind of this topic of perspective I was thinking about this the other day I <clears throat> was thinking about a situation and um, it was interesting because I kind of noticed myself like looking at it I kept I was looking at it from different ways and I guess I noticed like okay I would think about it and I would start to feel kind of like angry or frustrated and I was like okay what that's interesting And I noticed, like, okay, I'm, like, looking through this lens and this perspective of, like, bitterness, anger, and, like, I don't know, like, in some ways almost, like, victim of, like, people did this to me and this and this and this. Mm -hmm. And, like, when I took a step back and was like, well, actually, like, let's put that aside for a moment. Mm -hmm. And, like, what if we look at this in a way of, like, gratitude and trust? And that paints a very different picture to where it's like, wow, I am grateful that this was able to happen and that was able to happen and that these people are doing this and this. And it's just like, whoa, this paints a totally different picture. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's not to say that, like, we should never be angry or that those feelings aren't there, that they aren't legitimate. But I think just to keep in mind and to kind of be on guard and cognizant of like, okay, what perspective am I looking at the situation through? Mm -hmm. Is it one where I'm just angry and I feel like everyone wronged me and I just want to blame everyone? Or is it one where it's like trusting that God has a plan and to see the gratitude of what he's doing and what, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. 
hope you're probably doing the same. Yeah. 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 Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. It is crazy how much, yeah, a change in perspective can, <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'll try to sort of do that, change my perspective, and it's met with a lot of resistance because mm-hmm. I'm, well, because I'm mad, and <laughs> I'm just going to be mad, yeah. and it's really hard to accept that maybe I'm seeing things from a slightly or extremely <laughs> distorted angle, but um yeah yeah really important thing to yeah just be aware of mm-hmm. and even like something I was thinking recently is um and it can be applied to suffering too is that in order to surrender we have to really believe that everything either happens because God willed it or if he didn't will it, he's going to make something good come out of it. Mm-hmm. And he's going to use it for our good. But if we don't believe that, it's going to be really hard to surrender. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be really hard to accept suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Just learning how much I am unsurrendered to suffering. Like when it comes, just how resistant. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, because it's it's very hard to accept. Um, but I guess the foundation of that is like, yeah, like you said, trusting in the Lord and his plan and that he, <clears throat> he has it all in hand and he has your good in mind. And nothing's going to happen that's either he didn't will or he's not going to make good out of like... Mm-hmm. It, it will all fall within one of those two things. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's really hard to remember. And it's really mm-hmm. hard to have that perspective at all times. Mm-hmm. Really hard. <laughs> yeah. It's probably like, it's a good idea to have a crucifix nearby all the time. <laughs> yeah. To just really like, Mm -hmm. yeah, to raise your mind to the truth Mm -hmm. and to change your perspective. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Have at least one in each room. Speaking of crucifixes, um, yeah. <laughs> on page 92, I thought this was just kind of uh, kind of cool, interesting. I don't know. Um, he was talking about, like, the witness that the suffering soul gives. It's like how tremendous, therefore, becomes the dignity of the suffering soul who, seeing Christ within her, desires to unite her pain with his, or rather, to offer her pain as the instrument of his atonement since Christ alone can bear the sins of the world. And then he goes on to say, these living crucifixes. So to refer to the suffering soul as a living crucifix. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then a little further on, he says, 
and we too looking upon them and seeing them not merely and seeing in them not merely separate human souls that twist in agony but souls in whom Christ is set forth evidently crucified Yeah, big theme in this book is seeing seeing Christ in others. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Hmm. And I had the last line underlined. I just mm-hmm. thought it was. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of a, you know, whatever, <laughs> fluffy way to put it. But he says, let us make haste to minister wine at last instead of vinegar to our friend who cries for it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Call to, call to action and service mm-hmm. and to, yeah, remain with a friend in suffering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he says shortly before that, that the the most the sweetest of all the emotions that make up friendship is tenderness and compassion. Mm. Just mm. like, mm, yeah. And so we are, yeah, like you said, a call, a call to, yeah, give, express tenderness and compassion to those who are suffering. And to see them with, yeah, through the lens of Christ and to see Christ in them. Mm-hmm. And in ourselves, to like to be able to recognize that what we're suffering is worth something. Mm-hmm. It's not, um, yeah. Yeah, because sometimes it can feel like just all for naught, but it's not, and yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you got anything else? I don't think so. I don't think I do either. Well, the next chapter is super long. Um, So part three, Christ and his historical life. Chapter 12 is Christ, our friend, crucified. And it's like 30-some pages. So we're thinking about splitting it into two Mm -hmm. episodes. Um, So how about we do... uh, Oh, that's interesting. first part will go from page 97 to 118 maybe to the section five mm-hmm. up into that point up yeah. until that point perhaps so get through section four i guess mm-hmm. yeah this is really hefty mm-hmm. and then the next episode will finish that chapter off and then there's one more chapter of the book so 
um, I think chapter 12 is kind of going to take us through, well, obviously, Christ our friend crucified, but the death of our Lord. It's going to be talking about the seven words. Um, But then the final chapter will be about uh, Easter, Mm -hmm. the resurrection. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Mm -hmm. And um, don't forget to pray for the souls in purgatory. Mm -hmm. And reflect. Yeah, maybe just be a little more intentional this month to reflect on your own death. And check out Formed. It's yeah. a great resource mm-hmm. and um, lots of good content in a world where there's so much garbage out there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really a pearl of great price to find something mm-hmm. that's not garbage yeah. and actually really good. So <laughs> I'm running out of words. Um yeah, so I think that's all. All right, sounds good. Yeah, we'll talk to you next time. Yes, farewell. Thread Sunflowers podcast is a production of Journeys Revealed Ministries. Glorify the Lord by your life. To learn more about this Catholic nonprofit apostolate, visit the website journeysrevealed.com. Thanks for tuning in and have a great day. <laughs>